What's up? Gang gang. Glasses gang gang. <laughs> For sure. Got to have these blue lights on. Bro, I need some because mine is glaring like a motherfucker. Um, my mic or my camera is in one of my boxes and I can't find it yet. That's what I was looking for. Okay. I thought I had tucked it away in one of my smaller boxes. It wasn't in there. So. I'm sorry. Hopefully it shows up soon. I'm still obviously unpacking. I feel you. Hey, so how does it feel? Still feel surreal? Yeah, still a little wild. (laughs) Still crazy. I'll be like, damn, I live here. That's always the dopest feeling. (laughs) Then when I pay that rent, I'll be like, hell yeah, I live here. Shit. Right, man. Fuck this place. (laughs) But nah. Yeah, my parents came over today. What did they say? My mom was all like, oh, <laughs> this is nice. <laughs> I was like, I know, girl. <laughs> Bro, I have been. One second. I, I really need to organize this fucking room so it can be more work efficient. Um, yeah, I need to, I need to set up a couple situations here and I'm probably going to start having my clients come here. That'd be good. Yeah. Cause I have a lot of space on this counter. So, yeah. Okay. So, uh, originally I was thinking, I was like, we should just start out the podcast with AKAs. <laughs> Like like on Bodega Boy. Uh, <laughs> R.I.P. Hive. Dang. Bro. But nah, I was I was like, do the drop. Um That's crazy. Did it just happen out of nowhere? Or did they just like fall off and then they were just like, yeah, we're not coming back type of thing? Or I've read a couple of things about it. Um, what happened was their uh, their manager, Victor, they always used to say him in the podcast and in the shows. Yeah. Apparently, he started getting into it with uh, uh, Showtime and he was uh, getting in trouble for like workplace, like, bullying and stuff um, like that like being aggressive with the staff um and then they just uh Jesus decided to go with Showtime's management and then Mero was like yo we gotta stay loyal to the people that brought us here and so they decided to go separate ways yeah yeah just it's, that easy though bro it's I mean uh, where is this net coming from? It's it's an unfortunate situation. A part mm-hmm. of me isn't like surprised though that it happened. But it's just I don't know. Cause I just know like on our scale, all right, this is our two hundredth episode. 
which is hard to do. That's why a lot of people don't get there. But this shit is stressful, even on this level. Yeah, I couldn't imagine. Like they got books together, they do everything together, and I don't know, bro. That's crazy. Like they have completely separate lot. Like Mero has like a full ass family. Mm-hmm. So he can't he can't do the same shit Jesus be doing. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know, bro. I hope they get back together. Like I hope they at least become like are still friends. Cause yeah. that would suck. I mean, I- maybe they'll they might not podcast or do the show together anymore. But I mean, maybe they'll still have some kind of like collaborative situation. Yeah. Um it's just like when I text you the other day and, and then like you've been so offline, <laughs> you're like, wait, what? <laughs> I, I admire that also. <laughs> that is an amazing feat that I need to get my life to where I can yeah. really just be all the way off the grid. I mean, really, I don't have to try that hard because at one point I was just so busy. Yeah. And then like. Twitter was like my go-to like decompress app, but lately it's been TikTok. That's why if it's on Twitter, I really haven't seen it. Yeah. Um when we were talking about like we were texting about it and we we're talking about how to, like this real deal is almost like a changing of the guards of like black podcasts. Like the OGs ain't there no more. Yeah. The read is on hiatus. We don't know if they're ever going to come back. I know. Like we got Bodega Boys has been on hiatus since <clears throat> last year, but the show was still going. So we were like, okay. We still had content of some sort. Right. And they were on everything. They would be on like all type of shit together. Yeah. And this shit started on black Twitter. So I guess it's almost like the end of like those when Twitter was Twitter, the end of like those people, and it's yeah, and and this media, but I mean they're still active in other things. Kid Fury was writing for a uh, rap rap uh rap shit is that Issa's new show? Mm-hmm. So these people like. They're going to be active and stuff, but it's just weird because, like, when I first graduated from college, I worked in that office alone. So I listened to podcasts for hours. So, like, the podcast, when I was like, this is like 2000, what, 13, 2014? Mm-hmm. So I was listening to the original, original Jesus Verse Miro podcast on Complex back then. Oh, gee. Yeah. Uh the read was on then. Uh Combat Jack RIP was oh. on. Uh His and Hers podcast with uh Jamil Hill and Michael uh, Michael Smith. Like uh which I've said this before on here. That was a big influence of like how I like edit and like like their chemistry is similar to ours. 
which so who else? There's another podcast I was really listening to. That's what I could still listen to Breakfast Club to. Even mm. though that was radio, but I used to listen to the long podcast and their interviews. That is definitely a sign of the times if we were still listening to Breakfast Club. You know what's wild? Them niggas outlasted everybody. They were the ones that we were all like, nah, this shit ain't gonna work. Charlemagne gonna be out there. We thought it was like gonna be like a Beyonce thing, which is blasphemous to Beyonce. But (laughs) (laughs) we thought she was, we thought uh, Charlemagne was gonna get out here and just be like, yo, fuck him. Cause I couldn't work with Envy every day. I hate myself. I thought Charlemagne was bad, but Envy is insufferable. Like, but them niggas outlasted everybody. Joe Budden podcast is different, even though like I still like listen to some of their stuff. Uh, trying to see what's a better. The mic was just like in my face, in my face. Can you still hear me good? Yeah. Okay. Um, friend zone podcast still out here. Hold it down. Yeah, I um I don't know. I don't I listen got, to them much though. I got bored with them uh a couple years ago. I really like Dustin. Dustin is hilarious, but I don't know. I got bored with them, and then I started on Jade and XD, but I don't think they've really done much, or at least I just haven't seen. I don't know. I was watching this one person on YouTube. Well, this one podcast. I didn't get their name. Um, But they were talking about why most podcasts fail. And two of the people on there, I think it was like five people on it. Two of them, they were like, yeah, this is my second, third, fourth podcast. And I'm like, damn. Yeah, I don't know if I could... (laughs) Like I love podcasting, but <laughs> after if I try a second one and it don't work, I'm just like, look, okay, yeah, hey, I'm y'all out got the game. <laughs> y'all would, y'all got it. I'm gonna have to go with God on this one. Y'all got it, right? He's like, things just didn't work out. Like originally when we first started, we were like, yo, we could do multiple episodes a week, and I was thinking in my head, I was like, okay. I'll start like a sports podcast down the line and some other shit, like build a whole network. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just like, nah, no, dog. The I, thing about I, podcasts that's like crazy is like the ones who have been running for as long, like. They they are the ones that you feel like are just going to go on forever, even though we know that they can't. Right. But at the same time, like when so when they do end, it's just like, damn, that's crazy. Like the Joe Rogan podcast. Who, no, none of us thought Joe Rogan would still be out here podcasting today. And Joe Rogan was actually doing it before most of us. Yeah, Joe. He Rogan was doing this was, in like oh three oh four days. He was he was one of the fucking podcast pioneers. Yeah, back when there was a podcast app on the MacBook that everybody was using, and everybody was like, "What the fuck is a podcast?" Podcast? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> I know. I was like that. I was like, "What the hell is this new shit?" 
<laughs> I remember my first iPod. I think it was the third generation, the monochromatic with the click wheel, mm. iconic. <laughs> um, and they had the podcast thing on it. And I don't, I don't remember when I first started like actually listening to podcasts. Though. The first couple were definitely music related. I'm trying to think. The first actual podcast I really listened to was definitely The Read. Like, I literally remember where I was in life, um, where I was geographically. Like, I literally remember <laughs> exactly when I started. And it was very soon after they started in 2012. Okay. The first podcast I really like remember being like okay every time they're on i'm gonna listen to them and then like going back in their back catalog was bomani's evening jones podcast which still goes anytime he has a chance to but like because i used to watch espn all fucking day Mm -hmm. so the espn podcast i would listen to and then um I always used to see Bomani on Around the Horn, and then he mentioned he had a podcast. I was like, oh, shit. And then I started listening, like, this nigga is a nerdy fucking history geek that likes hip-hop. I was like, okay, I'm down, in. <laughs> but, yeah, so that's the one. It's just different, man, now. Like, you don't have, you don't have organic podcasts anymore. Yeah, now everybody's podcast clips are on TikTok and Reels. And and a part of me don't like that. Yeah. Is it a podcast if it's not audio? But, you know, and that's how I feel. But I don't be knowing if I'm just like a purist where I'd be like, yeah, but y'all aren't. Yeah, because I'm just like, if you're starting off like on video it's a it's i mean i I guess it's still a talk show a podcast is a talk show but i don't know i just i'm i'm the same way it's like i don't know (laughs) it's it's a slippery slope to me Mm -hmm. just like niggas be saying they a dj and don't spend one record (laughs) (laughs) you're like what oh but uh and also every like in it not being like organic everybody's trying to just go be like trending or go viral yeah so they say the most insane shit that nobody in real life would say because we'd be like are you special what is wrong with you why would you like say that Mm -hmm. like all these uh high value men podcasts or are these uh, film cells, these women that just say crazy ass fucking shit about niggas, you be like, baby, you gotta go get out the house. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's way more like pick me women in these spaces, I feel like nowadays. And now I'm just like, I'm at the I'm at the old age now to where I'm just like, let people live, bro. Whatever you wanna do, do that shit. If, yeah. if I think it's pick me shit, 
that's fine. I ain't living your life. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ain't got to deal with the shit that you doing. Yeah. What you eat don't make me shit. But that's why I like some, I just, I don't like listening to new podcasts. I'm be all the way honest. Because like, it's like, not people that I don't already like know and follow. Yeah. yeah. It's like, bro, I don't. Mm-mm. And I'm sure people feel that way about us. Fuck you. No, this way. (laughs) (laughs) You bastards. I don't give a fuck. No, this way. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I just. I don't know. I'm real weary about listening to new podcasts, especially like niggas that's younger than me. Mm. Like, I don't want to hear no 22 year olds talking about shit. I'd rather blow my fucking brains out. I barely like hearing niggas rap. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, they don't be talking about nothing but like hookups and parties this- and. The same shit I was talking to my ignorant ass fucking friends when we were in college age. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm too old for that shit. Yeah. They talk about bitches, body counts and shit. Like, get the yeah. fuck out of here, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't agree with this shit the first time I heard it 10 fucking years ago. Yeah. Everybody just trying to, I don't know. Everybody, everybody wants to be heard so bad, which I mean, whatever. You have a right to be heard, but like, does it have to be put into fucking consumable media right. content? Like, why? Why do y'all have to put everything that you think and do and say out to the world? Yeah, especially because, like, man, I was listening to some old podcasts. Woo, we were swinging for the fence. <laughs> <laughs> we were out here a while. We have grown, my friend. Yeah. Um, it's called <laughs> No, it's called age. Yeah. Hey. This shit this 33 is kicking my fucking ass, bro. Whew. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> How did we get here? I don't know. I'm slowly becoming an old southern man. And it's so crazy. Like, I don't be checking for albums or shit. Shit that a younger me definitely would have been like, oh my God, you haven't heard this new album that just came out? I don't give a fuck, bro. Joey Badass. For one, like, I don't know. I just feel like it ain't really, you know, decent music being put out anymore. It ain't no decent mainstream music right now. Nigga, I don't know if also because Beyonce coming out and niggas and tuck their albums in, mm. or the big the big stars have already came out. Drake dropped what two albums in a, a year. Mm-hmm. Kendrick just came out. Uh, Beyonce's coming, like I said. Like Joey Badass came out with uh, a new album, and I still have not listened to it. And it's supposed to be the sequel to nineteen ninety nine. So it's called 2000. I I just, I haven't listened. I don't, I don't know. A lot of music is, is isn't, I don't, am I depressed? 
<laughs> I feel like we've just been through so many like music booms and there's there's also just an influx of new artists. Yeah. Everywhere you turn, it's a new artist dropping it. and I'm like who are you? Right. And I'd much rather do a deep dive in some new artist that got like 10 songs than like if it's a cool vibe. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't trying to hear a whole bunch of noise now. Just <laughs> sound like an old man. The hip hop was out there hip hopping. <laughs> hip hop started in the park. <laughs> Yeah, I tried to get into um, Brent Fiaz's new album, but it just sounds like everything that he's already done. My nigga, please tell me you listened to that DBSN song. I saw, what's his name? Mark, whatever, whatever. The dude that does the funny videos. Yeah, the dude with the glasses and the mustache thing. No, not Mark yet. Remnant. Uh-uh, uh-uh. It's his name, Mark. Golly, I don't know. Um, but I, I heard I heard the song via his video, and I was like, mm, "What are they doing, bro? That song is awful." And it's like. How many like I didn't like that that last album because I remember we reviewed it on here. Like, what the fuck is this? Is it a women empowerment al- album or is it a toxic nigga album? <laughs> and I remember Jazz was like both. <laughs> I think I like maybe one or two songs on that album. I don't even really remember for real. Like that's like I remember I listened to "Ain't Nobody Crying in the Club" the most, and I was like, "This song is fucking ridiculous." <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, what are they doing? And then, like, they don't like this song. They don't do anything good enough. I think Keith said this on Twitter. He was like, he was talking about uh, "I Want You Back" by the Jackson Five is an absurd song. Like it's like the lyrics is it's it doesn't make any sense. But the music and Michael Jackson singing on it makes it a fucking dope ass fucking song. This shit ain't got good singing or a good beat and uses the worst sample of Jay-Z I've ever heard in my life. And it's made by Jermaine Dupree. Like, what is? We need a we need a reset. Um, that's why I'm ready for Beyonce. We need a reset. <laughs> we need a cultural reset. We need somebody to remind everybody that they gotta get for real about that shit, and they gotta come harder. You know what else? Too many niggas is podcasting. Not enough niggas is singing uh to women. Let's get about that. <laughs> <laughs> like bro that is what's gonna make the music like you could be a toxic ass nigga and make songs for women it's alright bro Marvin Gaye has a whole discography of being a toxic ass nigga but making amazing music 
It's a lot of it's a lot of hurt nigga music coming out lately. Yeah, but it's like not. Oh God, I'm about to fall into. It's not masculine. <laughs> it's bitch I, it's, shit. What I've been hearing is like mostly from rappers, and the basis is always like this whole cheating. Yeah, I'm gonna cheat back harder. Just I don't know. It's not. I don't like this shit. <laughs> like, bro. Like, is everybody getting cheated on, or y'all just want a reason to talk shit about women? Like, y'all just want an outlet. It's that. It's that. It's just they want. And niggas want to uh, hear that shit. Even niggas is not even talking to anybody. Or going on dates or nothing is that incel shit. But yeah, fuck these bitches. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just like, it, it ain't no way that all of y'all as rappers is coming out with all this shit about cheating at the same fucking time. It just ain't no way. Right. Yeah. But it's, bro, we need a cultural reset for real. Because I'm tired of this glorifying this toxic shit. Every day on fucking Twitter is men versus women arguing about stupid shit, imaginary dates and shit. It's not happening. Oh, so if you did this, this, and this, oh, y'all are ridiculous. Shut the fuck up. Get a fucking job, bum. Toxic shit and sad shit is all music is right now, I feel like. And I'm just, look, I say this as somebody who has had, who is, who has depression and anxiety. Like, not this fake bullshit that y'all be doing for clout. Acting like, yeah, I have anxiety. No, nigga, I really have this shit. Mm -hmm. I have spent too much of my life listening to sad-ass fucking music to do it when I'm 33 years old and going through real shit. Just give me a fucking instrumental with some dope beats. Or let me... Let me think about dancing or feel good in the car in the summertime because it's some happy shit. Lord forbid. Too, like, <laughs> just like our mamas used to say about secular music, that shit will get in your spirit. Dead at, bro. I be thinking about that shit all the time. Be like, <laughs> you ever be like, like think about some shit be like, my mama was right. My daddy was right. That's some wild shit. That should have get in your spirit. Like, even when you are sad and you just want to listen to some sad shit, you know, just have a whole cathartic moment. Do you really feel better afterwards? No. no. You be deeper in your feelings because of the shit that you just listened to. That's why when I'm really depressed, I just like to listen to jazz. I don't listen to nothing. I have to, I have to hear my thoughts. Sometimes I gotta drown them motherfuckers out, and I, and I get that it's a lot of people like that. You know, need distractions, but like that's how you know I'm really going through. If I'm in a car with no music, oh yeah. Now, what I will say is, in the mornings, I do not listen to anything because I gotta get in my mind state when I go to work. Mm-hmm. I'm praying. Who am I becoming, bro? <laughs> I'm not gonna listen to music. I'm just gonna pray on the way to work. Oh. Father God, please let me make it through the day without okay. killing somebody. This is be a good day. <laughs> you be like, you be also almost bargaining with God. Be like, it ain't even got to be a great day if it's just an okay day. Please, I just don't want no bullshit. 
<laughs> bro, I have experienced racism so much the last couple of weeks at work. Not from mm-hmm. my coworkers or nothing, but just assholes. This motherfucker called me boy the other day. Oh, where? This dude that I told we couldn't. Uh, I would have been like, do you know that I've been doing this? I told him that. For I told him like, years almost. Like, I was like, bro, I've done this for eight years. I know what I'm talking about. You know, I would have lied about that. <laughs> I mean, I've been doing this for 20 years. That's what that look. That's how niggas get fucked up. <laughs> Cause then you get caught in that one line. You gotta be consistent <laughs> with actual statable facts. You know, like, nigga, I've been doing this since I was eleven, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, bro. And then like this other woman didn't wanna uh deal with me like because I'm black. Like it's oh, when that uh the dude when he was saying what I told him, he was doing this exaggerated, like, black voice. But he was like, oh, he was like, oh, no, nah, motherfucker, don't do all that. And I'm looking at this nigga like, what? First of all, I do not fucking talk like that. I don't even Asshole. talk like that. <laughs> right. You motherfucker. <laughs> bro. These, hey, these races are entitled, bro. But. I knew if I kicked that motherfucker's ass, I'm going to jail. <laughs> Ain't no way around it. You, you can't beat up right back out, though. You would only might have been in there for thirty minutes. <laughs> hey, everybody! If I had got arrested, literally everybody be like, "Well, what did he do?" Because <laughs> yeah. if I'm the nigga, to, if I go to jail for kicking somebody's ass. They had to have done the worst thing to ever right, happen. I was gonna say it, it, was pro- it was more than likely justified. Right? It was like that nigga snapped. Okay, hey, they would have. Hey, you right? I would have got out so quick. <laughs> but people are fucking crazy right now, man. Yeah, and they they just feel like they can go to anybody's job <laughs> and talk to you any kind of way, bro. We like. I've experienced it more as a bartender lately, but like these white men, first of all, I had, I had this one dude. Oh my God. You think you an alcoholic? (laughs) Some of these people be blowing my fucking mind and it's fine for some of them because they can hold their own and they typically tip well, but I had this one motherfucker come in. It was a Monday. Cause I'm normal, like normally Monday mornings are slower, so we only really need one bartender. So it's just me on Mondays. So he literally came in like as soon as we opened the doors, sat at the bar, ordered his food, immediately ordered his beer. Cool, got him a beer, threw that shit back. I'm like okay, I'm like you want another one? Like is it one of those days? You okay, sir? It's eleven twenty three. So of course he's like, yeah, give me another, give me another one. Cool. Going about my business, more people come in. I'm serving them. Threw that shit back again. I'm just like, damn, like, okay, you know, I'm not judging you for having two beers, but the rate at which you're going, I'm just like, okay. So I go back to to him again. I'm like, your food is still not here. Like in my head, I'm just like, you still haven't gotten any food. Like, are you sure you want to be on your third beer? Like, right. I'm just like, okay, like, you want another one? Yep. So he was just like, fuck it. It's just, I guess it's just one of those days. I'm just fucking off today. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm like, cool with me. 
by his fifth beer, um, I thought he was going to slow down and he did not. So I had gotten busy because once again, it was me. And um, I forgot what I was doing, but like he ended up, he probably had to wait like five minutes for me. He ended up putting his arm up in the air and like swirling his drink around like, so I was like, so my manager looks at me because I was up talking to her and she looks at me. She's like, is your dude, do you need to go check on your dude at the bar? Like, is he okay? I was like, oh, no, like, let me go over here. So she was like, no, no, I got it. Like, let me go over here and see what's going on. So she walked to him and she's all like, hey, like, how's it going? Everything good for you today? Blah, blah, blah. And he was like, you know, you guys' prices are a little too high for your service to be piss poor. And I was like, because you had to wait five minutes on your fifth beer? What? So I was just like, okay, let me just make sure that I just keep them coming for this guy. So typically, after eight beers, we're supposed to cut you off. That motherfucker had eight beers. That motherfucker had his meal plus his beers was 160. I'm like, sir, you could have went and got a case. Yes. Or three and sat at the house. But anyway, whatever. You want to be out in public. Cool. So by the eighth one, like all the managers were coming to me like, dude's been here for a while. Like, is he still drinking? Like, is he good? Do you think we need to cut him off? And I was like, I mean, he seems like he's okay. Like, his speech isn't slurred. Like, he's still cool. He ended up apologizing for being a dick. He's like, you know, I'm older and I just, you know, I get blah, blah. And in my head, I'm just like, that's not a fucking excuse. But whatever, dude. So they were just like, I mean, okay, like we're supposed to cut him off, but if you think he's okay, then that's cool. I'm like, okay, cool. And at this point, he had gotten up to pee twice, but he still seemed fine. So like they just kept asking me, like, is he good? Like, we really can't serve him anymore. Like, especially if he's driving. Like, find out if he's driving. So he did mention that his girlfriend was coming back to pick him up. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I mean, in that case. Cool. Which she did come back and she got a glass of wine and they sat there a little bit longer, but they did end up having to cut him off. And so they don't let us be the ones to to tell people like whenever they have to cut anybody off, like they always handle it themselves, which I respect because people do be getting reckless to service industry workers. So manager went over there, told him this motherfucker. Didn't leave a single tip on a $161 tab. And he explained it to the manager. He said, this is not even on her. um, And I'm normally a good tipper. But since you're the one that's deciding to cut me off, I think you should be the one to tip her then. What? Man, hell no. He was like, I've never been cut off anywhere a day in my life. And like I said, I normally tip really good. I tip really, I'm always tipping 20% or higher. But I just feel like if you're going to cut me off, I'm not causing any problems and blah, blah, blah. But if you're going to cut me off, then you need to be the one. And I was like, bro, you literally sat here for five hours and you think you're not supposed to tip just because you got cut off after your 13th pint? And he was literally just complaining about everything. Like he was complaining about 
somebody being parked in the handicapped spot and all this other shit. You know, like, I just don't think that that makes any sense. These people, they get out of these cars with their handicapped tags and they can walk perfectly fine and ball. I'm like, just because they can walk from the from the parking spot to the door fine doesn't mean that they don't deserve a handicapped spot. Like, right. Maybe they can't you know, walk certain distances for too long without a cane or something like you don't know why right. people got these handy he's going on and on about how he's a veteran and how that kind of stuff just pisses him off because veterans don't get blah 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 and this that and the third and i'm just like but i see it all the time i see it all the time and i wonder if it would have happened that way if I had been a little white girl that was just flirting with him the whole time, because this is this one thing I don't do. I do not be flirting with these niggas. I am not the type of bartender that's just going to flirt my way into a tip. I'm not doing it. I'll be nice to you. I'll carry a conversation. I'll serve you well. I will give you good service. You'll tip me off of that, but I'm not going to sit here and flirt my way into no tip. But yeah. Uh, entitled as fuck. Bro. I don't know what it is. I just feel like people are getting shittier or there's like a level of civility that's gone now. What Everybody just feel like that, like people act, just act like they can just do outlandish shit. I've been seeing, I've been seeing everybody be doing it. Black people, white people, but them entitled white people be as special. Like, I don't know, bro. That should be like because when he spilled his beer, he wanted to say the service was piss poor. I said, bro, you act like I had you waiting up here for 30 minutes. And you see that it's other people at this fucking bar. Like, you can clearly see that I'm the only one and that I'm serving other people. I've never been one of those people that just go hang out at a bar and get shit drunk. I'll go hang, I'll hang out at a bar, but I ain't gonna be... I don't like... I'm really against drinking and driving. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't just like to be out drunk. And then plus, you know, I'm a big black man. You know, that could turn out very bad. Yo, the more and more that comes out about the Uvalde shit, the more I'm just like, they really let them babies die in there. And and that's what I said. I'm like, if a mom was able to run in there after her kids and they and and the SWAT in there didn't do nothing or the the people on the outside didn't do anything. Why y'all couldn't go in there? I don't don't understand it. Like um, me and my I was talking to my mom about it because like everybody knows she's a teacher. And I was like. Um, when I was in college and they were talking to us like before we like went to student teaching, they were telling us it was like, yo, you gotta protect your kids. So if the teachers are feel that way about babies that come from all these other people, how the fuck can the police just sit out there? They heard children dying, bro. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, don't do any of y'all have kids? Like, why are y'all on the opposite side of where the danger is at? But, you know, they showed that one guy, his wife was a teacher in there and he found out she got shot and he just sat back like he didn't just sit back. But you can see he was disturbed, but he didn't like, yo, let me go get him. You cowardly ass nigga. Like, what are what are they trained to do? What is, what Beat up and kill black people. 
Right. Clearly, that's all they focus on. I'm about to edit that out. (laughs) How to catch a nigger one on one. (laughs) Niggerology. Good. Yeah, that shit was. I'm 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 glad for the mom that did decide to go in there after her kids and I'm glad that she made it out safe with her kids. And I can really like to just think like if that was you and you was able to get your kids, I would just always think like my kids would have been dead if I didn't do anything. Yeah. And I bro look, I hate people. Like I'm notorious for like legitimately hating people. Not in any reckless, mean way. I just know the humans are shit. You can't, bro. You can't let babies die, bro. You can't, like, let no little kids die in a school. Like, he was just fucking with the kids, like, just shooting them and then, like, torturing them. And, and I'm like, here, here is the security. Multiple bodied, <laughs> multiple weapons. Y'all can't go in after one person. But y'all love going after black men who fail to stop at a traffic stop and shoot up the fucking car and them the fuck down. Did you did you see that video of the DoorDash guy? Yeah, bro. Like y'all can do all of that, but when it comes to kids in the school and twenty of (laughs) y'all. With automatics versus one, like what, bro? That's and it sucks that like because there are good cops and there are good police officers and good law enforcement, but like that shit has got to be an indictment on like you be patrolling with all these fucking SWAT teams, you got all these canines and all this other shit, but when it's a bad person, there's a bad person killing children. Y'all just sit in the fucking hallway. And I wonder, like, in those situations, are the parents in the school able to sue? Like, does anybody get any settlement in that situation? (laughs) They did say that. uh, I can't remember if somebody was willing to pay for all of the uh, funerals. Funerals. And people were like, nah, because I think you, you will waive the ability to sue. People were like, don't do that shit. That like people are like, I will give you money. Don't, don't let that shit happen. So I'm sure they're gonna get sued. Yeah. And bro, they should just ban that whole fucking police force. Because what That's the fuck? Man. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I don't. Clearly, y'all didn't do y'all's job. <laughs> right. Right. It's not like y'all had to go look for the motherfucker. Y'all was right. There he was right he was there. At. Y'all knew this is the guy. He there is killing no children. Like, there no, was like, no chase. You ain't got to get Dick Tracy. You ain't got to get the lady from Murder, She Wrote. You ain't got to get Matt Lock in this motherfucker. You ain't, look, you know this nigga is the one that did it. Oh. If y'all just want to sit in a fucking, like, I don't respect that shit, bro. I, I can't respect that. And then these are also the same people that will tell you that you think the teachers should have guns. What? We just saw a hundred good guys have guns that didn't save the fucking day. But you want this overworked math teacher to have a fucking gun on her hip just in case a school shooter comes? Get the fuck out of here. 
Yeah. No. You law enforcement <laughs> have to work on their techniques and tactics all year round. And still sometimes they fall short. You can't give a teacher that's making forty thousand dollars a year a gun. Cause let one student come in there acting crazy. Exactly. Exactly. I'm waving that motherfucker. <laughs> but then but, but that's people exactly have been pushed less. Yes. And then who do you think? All right. We know implicit bias is a real thing. So when these teachers, some of these teachers get accosted by a black or brown child who is still a child, they bad as shit, but they are a child. What do you think is going to happen? But people, people just say shit. I've learned this more and more. People just say things without thinking about the reality of the situation. Mm. Like, oh, yeah, that looks like a good talking point on Facebook. What? <laughs> Give teachers guns? That's what you came up with? Is no. that a gun control? Do we need more guns. <laughs> Do y'all's jobs. Like, y'all want to put y'all jobs off on everybody else. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But then, but, but then, too, the thing is, is like, so you do give the teacher a gun and some shit pop off. One the teacher can only do so much. Yes. Then, not then where do y'all step in? Right. What happens if that teacher is then killed and now them babies are in a room with a bad guy with a teacher that just tried to kill them? Like, how's that going to make anything better? But Super here we stupid. are. Paying taxes for this shit to fail us every day. Bro, something <laughs> got changed. We got to change police culture. We got to quit being. But the other thing is, we're act like everything is so militarized. But you, all them niggas just had all that G.I. Joe shit not to save the goddamn day. Shame on all of them. <laughs> if I was on that fucking police force that day, I probably would have quit my job. I know. Like, you fucking pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Cause what the fuck? And then too, like, I don't understand. Were they instructed not to go inside? I've heard it's conflicting reports, but some people have said that they were told not to go inside until it could be secured. Cause I just would have had to break some rules that day. Right, bro. I can't listen to babies scream into their death. I don't want that on my fucking conscience. I, look, if I got to lay down my life for that not to happen, I'll die gladly that day. Like, hell no. Nah. That's some bullshit. <sighs> All right, let's change something. <laughs> <laughs> You see the uh, the pink sauce stuff? No, I keep seeing people like talk about how they're tired of seeing it, but I haven't I haven't <laughs> made it to pink sauce TikTok yet. So okay, so this girl, and I say girl because I think she's probably early twenties, came up with this idea for pink sauce. So it's supposed to be this condiment you can just put on anything, and it's pink and it looks cool and all this stuff. So people are like okay. All right. Well, uh, and she put up the link, and people start paying for it. 
when they were getting the uh, shipments, what are they called? The uh, the postal bags that like fit a, t- a ton of different things that are the cheap ones. Mm-hmm. You know what I talk about? Like the yeah. little envelope ones. She was shipping it in that. Red flag and number one. Red flag number one. You can't but ship liquids in that. Yes. <laughs> you can't ship liquids in that, baby. You can't do that. That would know. And then the product also had like dairy used in it. Mm-mm. That's a that's a the quickest way to upset stomach. Ooh, ooh. Also in this heat. And she was say. shipping from Florida. The I think she lived in Miami. Um, so people were getting their uh shipments and they were posting them, and then like it was like a variety of different colors of pink. It wasn't un- uniform color <laughs> of pink. The label had false information on it. Like people were getting because you can't ship liquids in those type of containers. They were getting sold envelopes where the stuff would just open. Yeah, it was like it was uh, in the heat and everything. It was smelling foul. Everything else, and if you were stupid enough to try that, to eat it and put it in your body, God bless. I know them uh, men and women were over it. (laughs) They were pissed. I'm sure they're like, "What the fuck is this shit?" So the girl was like, I'm a small business. I'm out here. I'm just trying to do it. I know I made some mistakes and everything, but just bear with us doing all that shit. Now people are saying that they think it's a scam. Like it was set up originally to be a scam and it just got bigger than what she thought it was. Because it just, like certain things just aren't adding up. For one, you can't just mix stuff out and feed it to people. Yeah, for, and then too, if you're a business and you're selling anything food related, don't you have to have some type of license and yeah. all of that? Yeah, they can't, I mean, you can't just be mixing stuff up in your kitchen and selling it out like that. Even locally, if you're selling plates and shit, you're doing that all at the risk of getting your ass shut down by the health department. Yeah, I was going to say, like, don't the the FDA got to approve shit before you can just sell it to the masses? And that's what people were saying, too, that she probably didn't think it out. She was thinking that it wasn't, if she had sold it at home, the the police would have been on her shit. But by her selling it nationwide, the scam gets a little bit easier to scam. Yeah. Because most people, if you like, I know this, if I order something, and it's the wrong size or something. I ain't shipping that shit back, especially yeah. if it's cheap. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna, gonna take, the L. take my L. <laughs> it's just like I ordered a shirt, and I don't know what size. Uh, it was based on I don't know if it's European or Asian sizes. That shit does not fit me. So next time you come over, I got a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's how most people deal with shit now. If you get some messed up shit you gonna leave a bad review if anything and then just take the L mm-hmm. but I've also learned that people are fucking stupid because also people were still eating the shit that and it was other people that were getting caught up in like their scams or their poorly thought out ideas 
like this one girl on TikTok said that she had ordered crawfish from somebody weeks ago. And I was thinking, okay, she ordered a shipment of crawfish. They're going to come in when they like get them in a couple weeks. No, she paid for a crawfish bowl and they mailed her a crawfish bowl in Tupperware. What the hell? And it took like a week to get there. First of all, where is she that she couldn't get a crawfish boil from wherever she was at? Right. And then plus, why the fuck would you order crawfish that have been cooked? <laughs> Through the in, mail. Yes. In this heat. Like, cause I was talking to this guy earlier. He like, he, uh, like a manager of a CBD, uh, shop. He was like, their edibles, their gummies or whatever, they're having to like schedule them the right ways to ways that they won't melt. Like in the heat. Mm-hmm. Because like UPS, I didn't know this until they showed that video of that guy passing out. There's no air conditioning in those UPS but uh vans. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people talking about that. And so they were saying like it was one place, I think it was like in Arizona, in a news report, they were like, it's 92 today inside this uh, UPS uh, UPS uh, van. It is 120 degrees. That's why they don't be having no doors. Yeah, that, and that's what they were saying. Like the UPS drivers were like, the best way to keep it ventilated is to leave both doors open. That way you get a breeze. So all them packages back there are getting cooked. Mm-mm. So if you order in food, for one, you can't just order that from anybody. You need to order some shit that's going to be refrigerated on dry ice or something. Because, you know, high temperatures make people die from eating bad food. (laughs) Just common sense. I'm just still confused on why this person ordered like a meal. A cooked meal through the mail. Because people are fucking idiots. Like, when I first heard it, I really thought, okay, they're like, okay, guys, in three weeks, we're going to have a crawfish bowl. Do you want to play? Do you want to play? Do you? That's how a civilized society would do some shit. Right. These niggas is trying to mail the shit in the mail. People are it's desperate. The, <laughs> it's, that's the other part of it. Because some people, so this one guy, he was like, you know, times like this, I really wish black people had access to uh, information. Like, if we weren't cut out of certain rooms. Like, the the idea of having a pink condiment is not a bad idea. Because it was Barbie pink. She, like, if she had went through the right channels, she could have made a fucking fortune. Mm-hmm. Just off being like this, dye some ranch pink. That alone, if she had the right, like, uh, what's it called? Manufacturing. If she had manufacturing things like that to set up a business the proper way, yeah. that would be a killer ass idea. Mm-hmm. But when you are desperate to get out of your certain situation, you will try to cut corners and do things that you wouldn't normally do. And that is why you can't do that with food. You can't do that. Um, 
The people that are selling it are dumb, but the people that are buying it are dumber. <laughs> so that's all big, I have to say on that. Big dumb energy. <laughs> if you can't DoorDash the shit, <laughs> you don't shit. need it. Yeah. You don't, you don't need, need it. it. You need to just wait till you can uh, be in the vicinity and go visit their storefront. It's just, I saw uh, in Jackson, they, they opened an African food uh, restaurant. My cousin put it up, and I was like, man, next time I go to Mississippi, I'm going to that shit. Like, you got to experience stuff like that. You ain't meant to have access to everything. That's the other part of this shit. It's some things you're supposed to savor in the moment or when you're in that place so you could be like, oh, I was in. Mm-hmm. I was in Atlanta and I had slutty vegan. This is this is a landmark specific thing. Right. Like that's how you're supposed to experience food and culture. You degenerates. <laughs> <laughs> or just travel. Just go there. Like just, I don't know. Or, this, and this is the thing about food too. It's like there's food culture is exploding everywhere. Yeah. So I'm sure that if you can't get crawfish wherever you at, you can go somewhere and get 30, crawfish. 30, 45 minutes up the interstate and find somebody that can give you some fucking crawfish. Right. Some corn and some sausage and potatoes. Right. New like Louisiana people have traveled all around the world and they take their food with them. You could find some corner of somebody could mix you up some uh gumbo or some crawfish shit. You ain't gotta you ain't got to risk getting salmonella or <laughs> any of these other foodborne illnesses. So did this person actually eat the crawfish? No, but she was complaining. Uh, she was had a video of the box and everything, and everybody's like, babe girl, what did she think was going to happen? Um, but you are right. Food culture is going everywhere. Did I tell you my cousin moved up here? One of my cousins? No. When did that happen? A couple weeks ago. He's a chef. Like as the head chef, some bougie ass place in Madison, some senior living place. But so like he came by my house. He's like twelve years older than me. Yeah, because he's like oh, this on my dad's side. So he's one of my big cousins. So I was just telling him about all the food and stuff here. He's like, man, what? And we just need to open a food truck, cause I was thinking that shit is lit. This nigga cook his ass off too. Like when my uncle died and everybody came up here from Mississippi, he was cooking for everybody. Like that nigga is he ill with it. But he was like, yeah. He was explaining, he was like, man, I'm a foodie, but like in Mississippi, it's like he had to make up the shit that he wanted to like try. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't no place where he could just go experience the culture of it. <laughs> So I was just telling them the places around town and shit. But yeah. Did you see uh, Jack Knight died? Who? He's He was a stand-up comedian, but he was on Bust Down, that show that came out a couple months ago. He's a young black comic. He was, he was also on... What's that cartoon that comes on Netflix? Big Mouth? Oh, okay. He was the black guy on it. But he uh he uh died by suicide. It was, Damn. It was, it was messed up. He was he was on the rise too. 
How old was he? 28. He had already been in the game for like 10 years. Like he was a writer and everything. Like it's a lot of people getting burned out from this content shit. There's a lot of young black people were losing. I just wonder if all this shit is worth it. Yeah. It, that's that's the thing about like the, the this type of work, like anything that has to do with media is like I don't know. You know how some people really just be after the fame? Yeah. Some people just really be just doing what they love. They happen to get rich, blah, blah, blah. But even still, like fame is always going to come with it if you're good at what you do and whatever, whatever. But it really be the fame shit and the shit behind the scenes that be fucking people up. Yeah. It's just like when like people reach out and ask me how we started or do stuff like that. I be wanting to tell them. I I be wanting to encourage. I encourage anybody to try to do something creative and to fall in love with it and fall in love with the process, even though it's a fucking bitch. But I also be wanting to tell motherfuckers, don't start a fucking podcast if you're trying to become famous. Yeah. Don't start one if you're trying to make money. It ain't gonna work. <laughs> yeah, I heard, it could. Um... I was listening to one of the you have to cut this out too. Money just can't be the motive off rip for everything. The only, yeah. The only other thing about like people that are successful in their outside lives, they be thinking that they can just take on something like this and it's gonna work. I mean, why wouldn't it work? They're successful. But yeah, it's like, I don't know. You can't start this shit. Like it's got to. You gotta love it. You gotta. Uh, even like the stress. Like nothing is better than the creative hive putting out shit. Like when we put our first episode out, we were so fucking lit. You couldn't tell us shit, and it sounded awful. It didn't sound awful. To- it didn't, bro. It did. I, I was just hard on myself. Like I was listening back to some some of the older episodes. I'm like, we actually might sound better on them. <laughs> it's just I don't know. It was just different. But the main thing was just the chemistry was always there. If the chemistry is there, people, I've listened to podcasts that weren't that didn't sound good because the chemistry was there. I I be trying not to be a weird ass nigga, even though I'm a weird ass nigga. <laughs> Like, like I was thinking the other day, I was like, you know who, what do like we always joke about like other duos that we are like, and we're, I was thinking I was like, Lilo and Stitch, <laughs> and I'm Stitch because I'm this weird ass alien that just does weird ass shit, but it works. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> just saw on Twitter that some rolling loud shit went wrong. Yeah. You didn't uh, so the kid Cuddy 
And then apparently Kanye backed out of his whole headline. Yeah. But still appeared on Dirk's um, set. Um, So, like, I think it was last weekend they announced that Kanye was supposed to headline this first day. So, he dropped pissed because I was going to go. I was going to go. I bet. I was so close to going. Me and my friend Angel, she was like, I already paid for the tickets. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I'm just paying for you. And then I forgot what happened. She was like, I'm gonna just get my money back. Like, I I got too much going on. And that was literally like the week that I was getting ready to move. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Like, I got a lot going on too. But I, if I went there, first of all, yay. Top of the list of the niggas that I'm trying to see. Right. If I get there and they talking about he ain't headlining his set no more, I'll be like, so what are we supposed to do? Y'all but, gonna, he's, is he going to come on another day? Like, y'all got to make up for this. But they said he didn't headline because he wanted to have Travis Scott with him. And they're like, no, we're not letting Travis Scott headline a fucking festival. Like, we ain't forgot about the shit he pulled, what, two years ago? <laughs> But um, so they dropped Kanye and they replaced him with Kid Cudi for the headliner. Now, under their normal circumstances, with old school Kanye fans like us, Kid Cudi is also a nigga that we've been trying to see forever, and we've connected with. So it wouldn't have bothered us as much. But these young Kanye fans do not like Kid Cudi. What? It's a generational divide with Kanye fans. It's really like three generations of Kanye fans. You got the niggas that were adults when Kanye came out. You got the niggas who was teenagers, which is us. And then you got the niggas that was babies, literally, when Kanye came out. We all like totally different shit. Yeah. Them old niggas didn't listen to shit after late registration. (laughs) <laughs> they didn't like graduation. Us, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is the greatest album of all time. <laughs> and these young kids, they are Yeezus and uh, Donda Lola's. They're hype beasts. Yeah, they're like they differ from us. So them these young niggas don't like Kid Cudi because Kid Cudi. Call Kanye a dinosaur. <laughs> you know, uh, a couple months ago they had that falling out. Yeah, mm. but still, I didn't know understand the the severity of it. Me neither. But them young kids that got Rolling Loud tickets, they weren't trying to hear Kid Cudi. So Kid Cudi was up there singing, and they started throwing water bottles at him, and one of them hit him in his face. He said yeah. another thing gets thrown up here. I'm leaving the fucking stage. He went the fuck off, which I would have done too. Because it's just like, what the fuck is y'all got going on? Can you imagine headlining a festival and these punk ass kids are fucking throwing shit at you? No, I would have done the same thing. I would have reacted the same way. And they like, lucky. That- I wonder. I wonder though if they pulled his payout because of that. Which I feel like. <laughs> At that point, you didn't already flown out. You didn't already had your band come out, set up. You didn't already, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
I think as soon as he got on stage and started performing, that check was cashed. Yeah. But so when he got off the stage, like the other thing is, them niggas better be glad that this is like 36 year old Cuddy. Because the Cuddy we knew would have jumped in that therapy. <laughs> right. That nigga would have jumped in that crowd and killed whoever threw something at him. Pre therapy Cuddy would have been throwing hands. <laughs> Coke addict Cuddy would have fucking killed somebody. Woo, that Coke rage to be something else. And his nickname is Mr. Rager. This nigga would have killed somebody. And these punk ass kids don't fucking understand that shit. They be fucking with people that's done gone through some shit. And them ain't the niggas you want to fuck with. And Kid Cuddy is on top of that fucking list. Bro, I would have been hot to think that I'm finna see Kanye. And then it's Cuddy. Okay, cool. Right, cool. it's like right and on then my alley. Get on, and I can't even enjoy Cuddy. Right, bro, I would have been hot. I look if us older Cuddy fans was there, we would have jumped that nigga. Cause my in thing a crowd. Is, my thing is, is, security sees one person throw some shit, they ought to shut that shit down. Yeah. So for them to just allow multiple people to throw shit on stage is like okay. I know y'all don't think, especially especially someone as a solo act. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the only person up here. So anything that's being thrown is being thrown at me. Right. So, yeah, no. It's not like I got 20 dancers back here behind me and she could just roll off and fall on the stage somewhere. Like, no, this is coming at me like, mm-mm. It's been other reasons that I've thought of it, but I know for sure I could never go to a music festival. Not a big one like that. Yeah, that, I was I was nervous, but I was just like, fuck it. <laughs> At the same time, like, this will be my vacation. I get to see Yay. Motherfucking City Girls going to be there. The lineup was motherfucking crazy. I'm pretty yeah. sure Lamar was going to be there, too. Like, a lot of big hitters was going to be there this year. So yeah. I was like, listen. If I got to get COVID for this, <laughs> I just have to get COVID for this. <laughs> no, nah, like, I was like, I just don't think I could be in a crowd that big, like, <clears throat> without, like, I don't know. That just ain't my scene. I could go to a, a stadium and watch something, but I don't know if I can get into this festival shit because them punk ass kids be getting on my nerves. Like them entitled ass rich white kids that feel like they can do whatever the fuck they want to do because they're at festivals Woodstock, baby. Yeah. And then they be you all got any kind of, Yeah, all kind of drugged <laughs> up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been an interesting experience for me. <laughs> I, that's why I'm glad also I've seen Kanye. <sighs> Still want to see Kanye. I guess gotta see I gotta see Hove, I gotta see B. And I got to see uh, Kendrick. I was supposed mm-hmm. to see Kendrick and Yeezus, but I missed Kendrick's uh, set. Me and Colton were stuck in traffic. As much as people talk shit about Sunday service, I still want to go to a Sunday service. I would love to go to a Sunday service. Like, I will. It just my- looks so lit. I don't know. Just I'm, It's just something about a bomb ass choir. It's like Maverick City. I want to see Maverick City. What is Maverick City? 
Oh, um, they're a, a black choir. Oh. They're like it's kind. Of, some people have said that Kanye got his idea for a Sunday service for Maverick City. Mm. But they had a joint conference. I mean, a joint concert with uh, Kirk Franklin a couple weeks ago. My uh, my brother in law and my sister went. They said that was like the best concert they've ever been to. Cause they were just in there jamming, bro. I love to see Kirk Franklin too. I don't know, just like voices and harmony just hit you differently. Yeah, especially at that magnitude where it's like twenty or thirty, or even yeah. the bigger choirs where they have even more in in depth like vocal parts. <sighs> I'm low key shocked you've never heard of Maverick City though. Like they're like fucking huge. Like they sell out everywhere. Their merch be selling out. Those are the new kids on the block. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can do the music festival thing. I still want to go to Afropunk so I could be around my fellow black nerds. Oh, they only do Afropunk in what three locations now? Atlanta, New York, and Johannesburg. Yeah. Bro, if I could get to uh, Johannesburg for it, That'd that shit would be lit. Afropunk on the continent. Oh yeah. Hey, like that just have to be like some kind of spiritual experience. I'm a girl. I'm gonna go to Africa one day, and I'm gonna reconnect with my peoples. <laughs> put your put your feet on the soil. Right. I have returned. <laughs> Connect with the motherland. Speaking of connecting with the motherland, <laughs> oh god! The trailer for uh Black Panther uh two came oh, out tonight. I saw you posted it, but I didn't. I didn't get to watch it yet. You want to watch it? Yeah. Hey! lit, bro. That shit is. Oh, I can't wait. I can't fucking wait, bro. I'm wearing a costume this time, nigga. Hey, <laughs> 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 uh. Wakanda forever. I can't believe Chadwick gone, bro. That shit sucks. Yeah, seeing him on the on that mural. Mm. Like, bro. I waited my whole life for a Black Panther movie. I finally got one. And then we lose the the Black Panther. <laughs> um, I wonder how long it's the cast to like grieve Chadwick. That shit still gotta be fresh. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Like when you lose somebody, that shit. It'd be some days you be having awful days and it's just like some days it's just you accept the reality of it but there's a couple interesting things in that trailer um first the uh villain looks like it's gonna be Namor who uh is the king of Atlantis and that shit gonna be lit cause they're gonna have Mexican American uh influences in it I believe Mm-hmm. And then they got uh Ironheart in there. 
the girl that uh um this uh Sherry dapped up. Mm-hmm. With the shortcut. Yeah. In the comic books, they created her. She pretty much becomes like almost like Iron Man after Tony Stark. Yeah. So that shit's gonna be lit. We got Winston Duke back. Mm-hmm. Uh Daniel Kulue isn't gonna be in it. Angela, of course. Lapita Nuango. Lapita. She's so um, I saw what's her name? Um her last name is Gara? McKay is it Michaela? Yeah, she's in there, yeah. Yeah, I saw her as a part of the Zora Milage. Bruh, I just can't wait. I just want to know how they're going to do it, though. Because, I mean, Sherry becomes Black Panther yeah. in the comics, too. Even though all these fucking weirdos are like, no, they should have kept T'Challa. Like, idiot. This is part of Marvel. I honestly, I don't think we're ready to see anybody else beat T'Challa. I go back and forth. I would have liked, like, with all the variants, like, have multiple universes now in Marvel, you could have had uh, T'Challa from another universe and they could have made it work but I understand why they felt like they couldn't replace an iconic role like that but who, who I don't know like I just can't even really I'm just honestly still stuck I can't place another person as T'Challa and just move on it's like, it's like in Fresh Prince when they just threw light skin and Viv in there like <laughs> We weren't ready. It just not. It don't. It's not gonna. It's not gonna feel right to me. It's. It don't. He ain't gonna hit the same way. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I'm glad that they're making another black ass movie, <laughs> and they got Kendrick coming back to do the music. Hell yeah! Ooh, because that Black Panther album, I played the fuck out of that album. I still, I, still. Paramedic will make me want to kill somebody. (laughs) Hell yeah, man. I used to kill that shit in the gym. I'm in my heavy gym days. That's that is a great fucking album. Um, and then also like uh because Comic Con was this week. That's why a lot of Marvel stuff was getting uh out. This next two phases about to be black as fuck. Cause we're getting blade with uh what's his name? I can see his face. Um, one, two Oscars. What is his name? Why am I going blank? Just because you went blank, I went blank. What's his name? I'm like, I got uh, Mahershala Ali. Oh, Mahershala. So he's playing Blade. Um, I'm going blank for everybody right now. Uh, Anthony Mackie is playing Captain America now because Falcon took over Captain America's spot. Um, we're about to get an Ironheart movie or show. Oh, so we're gonna get, yeah, so it's going to be black representation in these next few faces. And Jonathan Majors is playing Kang, the Conqueror. <laughs> Come so, on, black folk. Right. And then Kang is one of the uh, 
most powerful villains in the Marvel universe. And then they're also coming out with a Fantastic Four movie. And if that happens, that means they're going to come out with Doctor Doom. And Doctor Doom is the greatest villain we've been waiting for. I just got to live long enough to see this shit happen. This shit ain't coming out till like 2026. <laughs> Damn, that's a long time. I know, but I remember when Black Panther got announced and they were like, it's coming out in like, what, 2018? And I was like, God damn, that's a long ass time away. And that shit crap up on us. Bro, that's the greatest uh, theater experience I ever had. That was nigga Star Wars, and that shit was amazing. <laughs> I ain't never seen so many movie photo shoots in my life. I know. Hey, I'm forever grateful though that we did the absolute most, especially after t- uh Chadwick died. You're like, okay, so we were meant to do that. He was meant to have his moment before he passed. Yeah. Damn, it's crazy how life works out. I know. You come up with an iconic ass role and then you're dead within a couple of years. It's just weird, man. Hey, hey, you can't, yeah, you can't replace T'Challa. No, it's it. It, it, it was going to be unfair to whoever they chose to replace him, because we were going to critique the fuck out of him. Well, Chad wouldn't would have never done this. It's not the same thing as when they replaced Terrence Howard with Don Cheadle in Iron Man Two. Everybody likes Don Cheadle more than fucking Terrence Howard. <laughs> Hey, man. Hey, Tony, man. (laughs) (laughs) Cookie. (laughs) I can't believe uh, them niggas had us in a chokehold with Empire. Because that first season, they were doing numbers. I'd be also thinking, I'd be like, what if I do just become a pastor? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> yeah. Y'all will go to the prosperity gospel juice. Ooh, child. Thomas Glenn once told me like two years ago that I was five years away from a TD Jake suit. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I can believe it. I can believe it. So you got what two, three more years? <laughs> please don't tell nobody. Tell anybody that's listening, especially my cousins. Please don't tell my mom I said that because she'll really start praying. Oh my god, hard! It's every day, <laughs> every day. Be the first thing on her heart. Don't Child. tell Patricia Woods that. <laughs> Patricia Woods is a praying grandmama. <laughs> I was listening to that episode where we were talking about our parents being cute when they be doing stuff. And I, I was laughing because I was, I told that story about how my mom would drive right past the gas station, come in the house and be like, Dennis, I need gas. Cooper. Then, you see him? Yeah, he can't hear me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Them big ass ears. He might be able to hear he be leaving me alone when I'm in here. I think he be knowing I'm talking to you. Oh. 
the other day I was listening to the podcast, an old episode, and he was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear her. Right. Sometimes, like, he'll look at me for a while and be like, but why aren't his lips moving? <laughs> he be knowing. Then, yeah, he be like, what the fuck is going on here? Oh, my uh, My parents came over today for lunch, and my dad, apparently, my dad saw some of my clothes, because I still have, like, a couple of my clothes over there in my old closet that my mom had pulled out. And my dad was like, I didn't know you had your own brand. Who's Kim, huh? I said, <laughs> Oh, oh, no. <laughs> oh my god I died What did you say? I was like yep <laughs> <laughs> That was it What did he say? That was it That was it I wasn't trying to say anymore Do they know we have a podcast? My dad knows <laughs> That's just so fucking funny. I don't think I don't think my mom fully like understands. Like I've told them, like when we did um, stuff with like Devin Keith and Heart and Soul and all that. <clears throat> but I don't think they like think that it's an ongoing thing. But I was like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, I don't know. We have classic episodes. I'm glad that like we have something that I I go back and listen to episodes all the time and laugh my fucking ass off. I can't laugh to all of them, but every now and then I listen to a random one where we were just talking crazy shit and we were just going in. Like I, I've also been listening to old uh, Bodega Boys episodes, and it was at one point Jesus and Miro were like finishing each other's sentences and shit. And I remember like we got to that point. At one point, we were on a stretch where we were like knocking shit out every fucking week, and it was like it was easy because it was just us being ourselves. It was just crazy. You could hear the youth in our voices at times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now we just be like, what up, nigga? Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just hope. Like, I, I told my mom this other day. I was like, I just want to get to the place where I can look back and be like, I never thought any of this shit could happen. <laughs> <laughs> where it's like, if I'm just in a, a different house. I got a decent job. I got a, a girl. We got babies running around the house. And like, who would have thought? Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> like, what is this podcast going to be like when we get to the fully realized versions of ourselves? And we have like Ooh, one. Man. We have like one episode a month, but that should be lit as fuck. <laughs> yeah. We just out here living. Like we just like we have like a good three-hour episode that we just put out monthly. He's like, well, I was on the boat. <laughs> like, we'll develop, like, a rich person laugh. <laughs> like, we're just doing lives from fucking uh, 
Martha's Vineyard. Right. Super white ass shit. <laughs> We've stopped saying the N-word. The Hamptons. <laughs> right. We're just chilling in the Hamptons with our new tech friends that are all billionaires. We were regaling them with stories of <laughs> the South. Oh, man. And then we were like, we'll never be like one of those Negroes. <laughs> and, and then it's just dope ass fucking three hour content. And then we're going to have haters. They're like, these niggas didn't change. <laughs> These are some new niggas. Don't trust them new niggas. <laughs> Juice and Kim 2.0. Right. Our first thing we need to do is we need to come up with our own sauce. Suburban <laughs> sauce. It's just going to be like mustard with our faces slapped on. <laughs> Ooh, that'll be dope. That'll hit on some barbecue. Yeah. Like, what if the logo the is, just like, is like just the old school, like the old school French's mustard bottle? And it's like, it's a picture of me, you, and Cooper's faces just on it. <laughs> Coop! Suburban sauce. That'll be hilarious. Or we could go like old school and make like hair products. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Some Murray. I know. So uh, we have, I'll have a pomade. Blue magic. <laughs> I have, my own, juice. have my own lot of do-rags. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll be hilarious, bro. I can't wait to sell out, bro. <laughs> Next t-shirt. <laughs> Frenches. Suburban sauce. <laughs> bro, this shit is wild. I can't believe we started doing this shit. 200 fucking episodes ago. Four whole years. We're completely different people now than we were then. Yeah, for sure. Thank God. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. We were, yeah. We didn't realize how like fucked up we were when we started. <laughs> like we talked ourselves through a lot of issues in real time. And people have seen us grow. In real time. That's got to be crazy. Bless them people. <laughs> I know. I know some of these episodes were not easy to listen to because we they were oversharing. Seen us through a lot. <laughs> We've been crying and snotting on this fucking podcast. Yeah. We've been laughing so hard we cry. I hope I don't ever have to cry on the podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I don't want no more of them struggle podcasts. I might sessions. cry in the car, but I ain't crying on the podcast. <laughs> crying on the podcast is a different level. Ooh. Them emotions kick your ass. You just looking right at like uh, that voice crack is all over. <laughs> that that long pause. I know. Like, it's just been a lot. <laughs> when you like when you so overwhelmed with something and you just be like, you can't even say anything. it's just a lot going on. <laughs> Trying to choke them tears back. I know. Like, I was crying in the car the whole way here, but I ain't gonna cry in this goddamn microphone. Ain't no crying in the studio. <laughs> <sighs> oh, 
<laughs> but I mean, you know, whatever. Hey, we're people. Right, we're humans having a human experience. This has got to be way worse shit than that. Oh, for sure. You know how many shitty podcasts out here? <laughs> <laughs> like, I do. Like, one time I thought about like we should just do like a a satire podcast where we just talk about all the stupid shit that niggas be talking about, like body counts and sex yeah. demons. Yeah. <laughs> How we wouldn't we would break up with our girl for liking Instagram posts because that's considered cheating, bro. It's some nasty fucking podcast out here, bro. Them people gonna suffer for the shit that they put down here. I'm just glad that we're old enough to where we can see through some of the bullshit. I just feel sorry for these kids that be listening to these ignorant ass niggas who uh. Their idea of doing research is reading Instagram memes. <laughs> Ooh, yuck. Lord. The same type of niggas that fucking ordered uh, the pink sauce. For sure. Those are Bro, the niggas. I need a list of everybody that bought that goddamn pink sauce, and they need to be banned <laughs> from doing any important decisions on behalf of anybody else. You fucked up. What's too much? Like you can't, you can't buy pink sauce and become president one day. You got to be like on a a no fly list. You can't come back from ordering pink sauce. Uh uh. And putting it in your body. Yeah, your body might not recover from (laughs) putting pink sauce in your body. I put a lot of toxic shit in my body, but when I saw that pink sauce, mm mm. I need to see it. I'm just waiting on TikTok to reveal it to me. Like, bro, once you go down pink sauce uh, TikTok, it's some nasty business out here. (laughs) These these niggas is wild. I'm going to have to go do some research because all I've been seeing is like, I'm so sick of the pink sauce videos. Y'all still talking about pink sauce? Can we move on? Pink sauce, pink sauce. I hate when people do that, like especially when it's something that goes super viral. It's like, nigga, it's always funny when we all know the exact context of something. Yeah, it's just like the elephant. Everybody doesn't get reached at the same time as you. Like, like I still ain't seen it. Y'all talking about it, and I still am waiting to see it. But yeah, the ingredients are water, sunflower seed oil, raw honey, distilled vinegar, garlic, dragon fruit. Pink Himalayan salt, dried spices, lemon juice, milk, and citrus acid. Oh my god! And they tried to ship that shit in a fucking paper bag. They don't even look. Her face didn't even look like that shit was appetizing. Look like she wants to throw up. Like, is she actually going to talk about it or is she just going to eat in front of our face? That's the other shit that everybody be... So good. You know, like how we were talking a couple weeks ago about uh, how all this food is bland? Mm-hmm. Everybody just going for aesthetics now. Like, you know, like, nigga. That's, that's how I felt about the It Girl shit. Like, it ain't no substance. Everybody just... 
I just, I don't know, bro. Taking pics to take pics. I don't like it. I don't like it. Defund social media. <laughs> These niggas has gotten out of control, bro. If doing the most was a sauce. <laughs> <laughs> and that is our episode title. <laughs> <laughs> oh man thanks for tuning in you can find all of our links and merchandise at www.thesuburbanpodcast.com you can also get your listens in on any of these streaming services such as google play soundcloud apple Podcasts, spotify and stitcher subscribe episodes come out every friday beam 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 <laughs>